Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuhu. We live in a world where we understand things through our perceptions. Our perceptions are limited. So the understanding that we can have through our perceptions is a limited understanding. However, we have other faculties besides our senses. In addition to our senses, we have the ability to have faith, to believe things that we don't see, hear, taste, that we sense in an entirely different way. And the strength of our belief system is very critical as to who we are. So we are what we believe and how strong we believe it. Are we aware of what we believe and are we aware that we can strengthen our belief system? And how do we choose a belief system? Religion is a belief system and the point of religion is to bring you in touch with your creator and establish a relationship between you and your creator. Prophets have come repeatedly to bring this message and to explain to people how to develop a relationship with their creator. Prophets have disappeared and religions formed around prophets. Religions being a form to try and put the resonance that came from the prophet into something that we could somehow repeat. The problem with religions is that the people who try to maintain them and sustain them are not always of the same level as the people who brought them. They're not at the same level as the people who taught the way to be. So they do the best they can, but what happens is if you don't have a belief system that's very strong as to 
your relationship with your creator, then your relationship with your creator is not very strong. So you have to form a relationship with something. And what happens is, a lot of the people in religion form a relationship with the religion. And then what they're bringing to people is not a relationship with their creator, but a relationship with religion. Now, religion is different than the creator. The creator envelops everything. Religion came from a certain country, is spoken in a certain language, has limitations. Limitations bring separations. Whereas our creator has no limitations and no separations, religions are subject to limitations and separations. And that's why the Sufis talk about this tolerance that we should have for all faiths and all peoples and all ways of approaches to Allah without trying to force people into the religion. Because once you try to force them into the religion, then the religion becomes all of a sudden the tantamount thing of importance, the paramount thing of importance. And that creates a difficulty. Now, for ourselves, our belief systems can create the same difficulties. Unless we have a belief system that is open and inclusive and allows everyone's way into it, we're going to create separations in our own being. And if we do that, then we create separations between ourself and our Lord and we begin to hurt ourselves because we limit our ability to have a relationship with God when we put conditions on it and we put separations in it and we put holds on it. You see, to receive the truth, you have to believe the truth. Believing is receiving. It creates the pathway for it to come to you. And if your belief system is not truthful, then you become the block between yourself and reality. We are imperfect beings with imperfect perceptions, but we have access to the words and thoughts of perfected beings. And we have access to the divine words in the scriptures. So we need to replace our own belief systems with the belief systems that are produced through the Quran and through the prophet and the saints. How do we do that? First, 
we have to measure our belief systems against those belief systems. And we have to acknowledge that we are imperfect and have made mistakes, which means we have to repent from the way we were and come into a new way of being. And repentance begins with regret. Now, we have to understand what regret means. If we can't feel regret, we're not going to move on to another phase. We're not going to move on forward. Why? Because we're not in a place where we care about what we've done wrong in a, in a profound way. Uh, and the degree of this caring and the degree of the attempt to correct what's been done wrong. There's a story uh, of a man who was asleep at the stone in Jerusalem. And while he was sleeping, uh, he saw two angels come down to the stone. And one said to the other, who is he? And one mentioned his name. And the other one said, what of him? And he said, well, he's the one who's fallen in favor because in Basra, he bought a pound of dates and an extra date that belonged to the uh, merchant fell into his bag and he didn't return it. He got up and walked to Basra and bought, which by the way, is far away, uh, and bought a pound of dates and made sure one dropped out of his bag back into the merchant's uh, date pile and then came back to the uh, place in Jerusalem and he was asleep at the stone again and two angels came down and they said, one of them said to the other, who is this? And he said, it's so and so. And the other one said, well, what of him? And they said, he is the one who has been returned to favor because of his acts. So, we need to understand that what we do has impact and what we've done can be corrected. It's said that there's an inside and an outside to things. The outside is to stay within the limits of the law, to stay within the limits of what you're allowed to do. The inside is sincerity and faith. So we need to live, we need an, an intention. We need to live in both worlds. We need to live outside and inside. Our outside has to reflect our inside. Our inside has to be sincere. And we have to balance our way through this world. And one date on one side or another can make a huge difference. But in order to feel that date, uh, assuming that we don't have angels telling us, we have to become very sensitive 
to our own being and to the way we walk through the world. As we become sensitive, we become careful. As we become careful, we become aware of the reason that we're careful. As we become aware of the reason that we're careful, we become more aware of our Lord. And the point is to become aware of our Lord as we walk through this world. And the process is a genteel one because our Lord is certainly genteel. He's merciful and he's compassionate. And we need to emulate those qualities and that being. We need to become that being. And we have to tread very carefully through this world, using our perception to do the best we can with that, but understanding the limitations of perception and working on our inner faith, our inner intention, and our inner sincerity to make that connection. From a physical point of view alone, we have become incredibly aware of how little we know uh, from what we see. In other words, we need to increase our perceptive abilities to get further ideas as to what is going on. If you're in the ocean, uh, if you tried to dive in the deepest parts of the ocean, it would be impossible for you uh, to do it without some sort of mechanical assist because the pressures would explode our body. So it would be impossible, therefore, to know the depths of the ocean and what goes on in the depths of the ocean. It's the same way with understanding the truth about ourselves and the truth about reality. We need to be able to dive deep inside of us. But unless we develop sincerity, unless we develop a pure intention, we don't have the correct diving suit to make this endeavor. We can't go deep enough because we're too gross. We're, 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 we're not, we haven't been sensitized enough. We're not pure enough. We haven't been purified sufficiently. So purification comes through intention and through sincerity. And then it's shown through the actions that come from that intention and that sincerity. That's how we walk through the world. And you can then easily understand how some people uh, walked with a broom in front of them to make sure they didn't step on anything that was alive. 
how people walked very carefully to make sure they didn't disturb anything in the world. If a date can influence the balance of your station, imagine all the things that we do that influence our station. Now, are we concerned about our station? Do we think about our station? Do we think about our relationship to our Lord and the status of that station? And whether with each step we go down in that status or rise in that status? Should we even be attached to that thought? Or should we be in awe of him and do things out of respect and fear for that awe, out of respect and love for that awe, without thought of ourselves. Because <clears throat> when the thought of the self enters into the equation, the dates start to fall on the wrong side. They fall into our pockets. It's like we're holding on to them. That's the point. When we begin to think of things as material and as of some sort of assist to us, we begin to fall to the wrong side of things. But when we begin to throw dates overboard, we begin to understand that the material is not so important to us and we don't need these things and can function without them. So, as opposed to collecting, we start giving. As opposed to worrying about our state or our station, we begin to concentrate on what needs to be done that's appropriate. And we watch the appropriateness of our behavior, not the results of our behavior. The only thing that is in our hands is how we do things. Results are not in our hands. All results are in Allah's hands. And if we do things to try and influence results if we do things because of preconceived notions of what we want, subtly, even though we believe our intentions are good, subtly we've fallen away from purity. Because purity doesn't need, purity doesn't expect, purity is satisfied and satiated in the knowledge of the glory of the existence of the correctness of our Lord. It's different than wanting. There's a maturity there that's satisfied. It comes with surrendering our will to His will and stepping into that surrender in a grateful way, acknowledging that we've discovered that through surrender, reality becomes 
available to us. The gratitude for this information becomes transformational. And gratitude, Shakur, becomes transformational. So we become grateful for each step that we take appropriately. Not for what it does for us, but because we've been allowed to step appropriately. What a grace that we're allowed to step in the same way that the appropriate ones step. If I could, you know I would step in the steps that Moses stood. That opportunity becoming available to us is a, an enormous grace and an enormous acknowledgement by God that there is favor for you. Imagine, you've been allowed to walk in the way of the saints. Imagine, you've been allowed to walk in the way of the friends of Allah. Imagine, you've been shown the path that they walk and you've been taken on it. This is more than we need. This is sufficient for us. And being on that path and being allowed on that path, we need to show gratitude for that consistently. It is said in Surat al that the only time that man is appropriate is when he is amongst those who reflect upon the Lord and praise him. So if we are allowed to be that way, that should be a sign for you that you've been shown favor and that should be sufficient for you. And you need to show gratitude for that. All the rest is of this world. And whether this world showers favors on you or takes things away from you, the point is that what is at the core of your being when you think about your own state? Do you think about the things that you have in the world or do you think about the peace that you find within your connection to Allah? What's it come down to? What's it really come down to? And can you stabilize your faith so that relationship is the most important of things? Can you stabilize your faith that it's strong enough that it won't be pulled by the tornadoes, the hurricanes, the tsunamis of the world, the pushes and pulls of our relationships in the world? Can we stay bounced on that hair and walk in true faith with him. This is the challenge of our life. This is the aspect of our life that we need to spend most of our time with. Um, we have choices to make every day. Where are we going and what are we doing? And how are we spending our time? We're given 
we're allotted a certain amount of time in this world and where do we spend that time? Do we spend that time entirely on the outside looking at the wonders of existence? Or do we spend that time on the inside looking at the wonders of Allah? The wonders of Allah are seen in both. The question is, where is the focus of our perception? When we look at a blade of grass, what do we see? Do we see the creator or do we see chlorophyll? We need to be able to see him in the creation and most importantly, we need to be able to see him inside of ourselves. And then, as we see him, we need him to become the paramount influence within our being. And we need to surrender to that influence. May Allah allow that to happen for each of us. May he make it easy for us. May he make our intention strong. May he make our sincerity strong. And may he make our relationship with him strong. Amin, amin, ya Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.